Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Second hour, everybody. Uh, Scott Phillips, NBC Sports uh, College Basketball Guru type guy. Uh, he's our guest right now. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Scott, hey, how are you, man? I'm doing well. I don't know about guru guys, but I'll certainly take it. <laughs> well, we're, we try to pump you up as much as possible. Um, in the pantheon of games in which you have watched, the Leitner shot when uh, Duke beat Kentucky is considered to be the greatest I guess, final play in college basketball to this day. How does this one rank where you had the tying shot and five seconds later the winning shot? It's It's got to be up there. I mean, especially when you consider the storyline of this happening to North Carolina last season, mm-hmm. uh, except they're at the opposite end of the spectrum with Marcus Page hitting the game-tying shot and that euphoric feeling for the Tar Heel fan base looking like they're heading to overtime only to see it get snatched away by Chris Jenkins hitting that shot. So for them to be on the opposite end of the spectrum here, to have Malik Monk hit that tying shot and to have Big Blue Nation really going bananas and then to all of a sudden have Theo Pinson finding Luke May on the wing for that game-winning jumper was just an unbelievable swing of things. And to have it off of no timeout, no less, it was really a change in complete emotions in about a seven to eight second span. Just an incredible uh, moment of drama and one that we really don't see in other sports uh, outside of basketball in terms of both fan bases having that sort of high that quickly. Well, we know, Scott, that certainly the betting favorite is still Carolina as they get ready for their first matchup with Oregon on the other side, South Carolina in Gonzaga. But you know, as the favorite, how big of a favorite in your mind? How big of a surprise would it be for you if it isn't the Tar Heels cutting down the nets? Uh, I don't think it would be the biggest surprise at all because you look at Gonzaga. I've you know, obviously talked them up all year long and been very high on them. I think that they're certainly worthy of national title consideration, as is Oregon here, who was a number one seed last year and who thoroughly outplayed Kansas to beat them in that Midwest regional final. I know a lot of people like to talk about the Bill Self collapse and the Kansas meltdown, but let's be honest, guys, Oregon outplayed the, uh, the Jayhawks in that game, and it was because they had star players playing in a big game a situation. So I think that Oregon matchup's tough for UNC. I don't think they're the clear-cut favorites at all. It should be an interesting weekend. Even South Carolina, if their offense continues to play like this, which I don't know is sustainable against an elite defense but like Gonzaga, but if their offense is able to sustain that, it should be a tight game with Gonzaga as well. I mean, we've got some great storylines here with Oregon not there for 78 years, South Carolina never there, Gonzaga never there. And then you have a coach in Roy Williams who has been there more often than any of these guys would would, would like to remember. It, it does make for some good storylines. Are you really looking forward to some of those stories being told? Oh, absolutely. This Final Four is definitely rife with storylines. As you mentioned, you look at you know the aspects of teams having never played there before. Look at the emotion that we saw from South Carolina fans after they won. I mean... They were just completely shell-shocked. A lot of tears and a lot of hugs going around. And really, it's going to be fascinating to see what the fan breakdown is going to be like uh, out west because you have two West Coast schools in Gonzaga and Oregon that certainly have not been to a Final Four in the lifetimes of many of their fans, if not ever. And, 
you know, that's going to be interesting to see if they travel to make that sort of trip. Uh, obviously, North Carolina is a great fan base. South Carolina has traveled before regionally, but, uh, you know, the fan breakdown is going to be interesting to see here. But storylines, there's tons here. Uh, you know, as you've said, Roy Williams has a chance to really enter uh, another level of the Pantheon in terms of the coaching ranks with another ch- uh, chance at a title here. And guys like Dana Altman and Mark Few are, are respected head coaches who have really never had a chance to play in their coach in this kind of atmosphere before. So it's just going to be fascinating from a number of different levels. How about Dana Altman and Frank Martin, both ex-coaches at Kansas State? That is wild. I, I didn't think of that correlation. But yeah, I mean, you look at Kansas State and the way that uh, Martin left that program to go to South Carolina in 2012, and uh, that's not a good look for the Wildcats right there. I mean, obviously there are some uh, major, major issues there between the athletic department and Martin, and obviously they've hired a quality coach in Bruce Weber who's also been to a Final Four, but look at what Martin's done building that program from the ground up and what he's been able to sustain. And you see uh, Kansas State was coming off of an elite eight appearance of their own, and you just kind of wonder what that program might be like if they were able to hold on to him. Well, Bill Self uh, loses in the Elite Eight again, another loss there. He's been to two Final Fours, including one championship with Kansas. But there is uh, certainly a growing faction that is saying Bill Self, for all these regular season titles that he has, he can't come through in the NCAA tournament. That narrative, uh, frustrating at times for me. Just your thoughts overall on that. Yeah, I think it's a little bit frustrating and unfair for Bill Self as well. Obviously, you have to look at the 2-7 and seven mark in Elite Eight games and be a little bit concerned because if we're being honest, Kansas has been a number one or a number two seed every single year since 2010 and only made the Final Four once in that span. And that's disappointing no matter how you cut it. But you still look at the 13 consecutive regular season titles in the Big 12 any program in the country would be envious of that. That's really only been done by the wooden era UCLA type of team. So that right there in and of itself is unique for Bill Self. And I just think that, again, he's going to have a long time coming to earn more Final Four and title appearances. You look at Dean Smith having only won two titles at North Carolina and you know, having been a number one seed, I believe, seven times and not reaching the Final Four. So there are a lot of other great coaches historically who were not great tournament coaches. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as Self is able to you know, get a little more consistent, make a couple Final Four appearances, and maybe win another national title or two, that people will come around and respect him as they should because he's one of the game's great coaches. Where were you on Gonzaga midseason when they were elevated to the top spot in the polls? Some people came out and said, well, look, look who they're playing against. They shouldn't be there. And here they are standing in the Final Four. I've always been a big fan of this Gonzaga team. I had them in my preseason Final Four. And uh, I think that everything that they've won over this entire season has been earned, and they've earned a lot of quality wins. Uh, you look at the fact that they beat the number two seed in the West region, Arizona, during the regular season. And I know that came without Alonzo Trier, but it's still an impressive win, uh, especially on a neutral floor. They beat Florida, who is an Elite Eight team on a neutral floor. They beat Iowa State, who was playing great ball down the stretch. So, again, I think they've played the best schedule that they can possibly play. And they're winning good games in the tournament now. They obviously really put away Xavier early and had one of the most impressive performances we've seen in this tournament. They withstood runs from Northwestern and West Virginia, two quality teams. And again, I think that the job that Mark Few has done getting six of these eight new guys to really come in and play from last season's team has been remarkable. They're one of the best defensive teams in the country. And I certainly think they deserve a number one seed and to be in this discussion for the national championship this weekend. Scott, want to get into a little coaching news with you before we uh, dig deep 
locally. Do you have anything at all on Nico Medved, the uh, Furman coach who makes his way here to Drake? You know, uh, being a Midwest guy, Scott, how uh, difficult this Drake job has been throughout the years. But anything at all on Nico Medved? Are you going in eyes wide open like uh, seemingly everybody else here in the Midwest? No, I like Nico Medved. I think that it's an interesting hire. He's actually recruited the Chicagoland area a little bit, some of the players that I scout locally in my CSN Chicago gig, and gotten some quality guys. Uh, the thing that you have to like about his pedigree of Furman is that he's recruited the Southern Conference Player of the Year two years in a row, so he's getting high-quality guys. He only had four years at Furman, so it's hard to say where he would have taken that program afterwards, but he certainly liked the transition he made. I think there were around seven or eight wins when he took over, and they were back-to-back CIT appearances before he took the Drake job. I think that he's got the recruiting acumen to at least get some interesting players into Drake, but that's a tough job. I mean, they haven't made the uh, the tournament except for one time since 1971, and you know, you just look at the Missouri Valley Conference. It's a tough league in general. When when you talk, though, about the Missouri Valley Conference, it is now rumored that Wichita State is going to bounce. They've lost Creighton. Wichita State on the precipice of moving on as well. How much then will at least the glamour part, if you could call it that, will leave the Valley? I think the glamour would certainly be affected because you look at how good of a program Creighton and Wichita State is, not only in terms of their wins and losses, but their fan bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Creighton has one of the best home court advantages in the country. So does Wichita State. And yep. to lose those fan bases at events like Arch Madness and road games, that's the sort of thing that I think hurts the fabric of the Valley more so than anything. Obviously, it hurts to lose teams to higher conferences, but other conferences have survived and have done a great job of adapting. And I think that the Missouri Valley will continue to adapt, but it'll certainly hurt the legacy and the overall quality of teams. But there are still plenty of great programs to be had there, and it's a great region in terms of basketball talent. The Midwest is always going to be a stronghold. We talk about these states like Indiana and Iowa and Illinois and Wisconsin, and they always produce a high-quality amount of basketball players that are going to play in that conference. You know, as you go through the MVC, if it is Wichita, if they do get the invite from the American, uh, we know that they're gone. If they do leave, what should be the next step for the MVC in your estimation? I've been a proponent of going to 12, inviting uh, the top two schools from the Dakotas, North Dakota Mm -hmm. State and South Dakota State. And then maybe a school like a Valpo, you know, right outside the Chicagoland area there on the Indiana side of things. Good basketball history, pedigreed and kind of fits in with some of the private schools there. What would you look to do, though, if you're the MVC to try to hold this thing together? And you mentioned losing those big fan bases. Yeah, I think that they have to certainly look from the Horizon League first and foremost. And there's some intriguing names to look at there. Obviously, they pulled Loyola from the Horizon a couple years ago. And now the Ramblers have been one of the top half teams in the league. So that transition, even in just a couple years, has shown to be successful for a program who's done it before. So, you know, you look at some programs like Northern Kentucky who made the tournament this year, and they have a great big new arena, a fan base that's very intriguing. They're going to have Cincinnati play their home games there next season while they undergo their renovation. So that's a program that's on the rise as well. So obviously Valpo is a stronghold there. In the Midwest, they've had a, a tremendous amount of success over the years, whether it was the Drew family or now Matt Lodich and some really good programs to look at overall, but I would target Valpo and Northern Kentucky in particular. Hmm. Northern Kentucky, one we hadn't heard. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, if you're a program looking for a coach, who's left right now that you would target? And would the guy at Baylor be a guy that you would chase? 
Yeah, I, well, you know, speaking first off with Scott Drew, I mean, I think he's an underrated coach in terms of what he's been able to do with that program. People have to understand when he took it over, they were really, really coming from the depths of the Big 12. I mean, they, they were horrible yep. shape. They had yep. scholarship limitations. They had to overcome the issues that they had had with the NCAA. And so to rebuild the perception of that program and put them in the position they were in to be the number one team this year and make multiple uh, second weekend appearances in the Sweet 16, I think he's done a remarkable job given the resources he's had there. And uh, he's just a, a fascinating figure, Scott Drew, if you were ever to move on from there and take a more high-profile position. But, you know, the, the coaching carousel is really interesting. It's hard to say if there's any one name in particular I'd pinpoint to, to look at more so than one. I think it, it fits by particular job. And now that Archie Miller has taken Indiana – I think that's a natural fit. It's, it's a good fit for both. And seeing what Dayton's going to do is going to be very interesting here. So you mentioned uh, Archie making the move, finally yep. uh, taking a job, and it's a good one. It's a blue blood in Indiana. Uh, start with your thoughts on him individually, and, and what do you think he's going to do there at Indiana? One of the biggest things that uh, some of the Hoosier fans have talked about is keeping those big in-state prospects at home. Does Archie have the pedigree to be able to do that? Yeah, I think that the thing you have to like about Archie Miller taking that Indiana job is because he successfully recruited the state of Indiana, Ohio, and uh, Illinois in the Chicagoland area. And those are three strongholds that Indiana has to recruit from as they've been traditionally successful from there before. Obviously, the in-state kids have been a big part of Indiana's legacy over the years. They've uh, pulled a number of guys nationally as well. And I think what Indiana wants to see more so than anything is they want to see their names in the race with some of these one-and-done prospects like uh, Kentucky and North Carolina has. Indiana fans see themselves as being on par with those programs. So, you know, as long as Archie Miller is in the race for some high-profile recruits, he's able to make some deep tournament runs, the Indiana faithful is going to expect Final Four appearances and eventually championships. And that's a lot to ask, but... You know, Archie Miller's been waiting to make a move at a strategic point where he went to a program where he thought he could do those things, and clearly he has a belief that Indiana is one of the better jobs in the country. Are you a little surprised Steve Alford said no? I don't know if he was ever offered in the first place. Again, I I think that a lot of the the Alford to Indiana talk was very uh, romantic. There was a lot of things that was interesting about it, and we've gone over it before, but Let's be honest, Archie Miller took this job on a seven-year deal, which means that Indiana really went after him hard if they pursued him for that many years, and he was able to officially get it. So I think they were waiting on the right guy to get bounced from the tournament. Miller was obviously an example of that, having played in the first round. And there was a lot of smoke screens involved with you know Steve Alford and Chris Mack and things like that. But I think they got the guy they wanted in Archie Miller. Scott, let's uh, finish up here with a look at the final four games. We're not going to break down the CIT or CBI or NIT with you. What, that Coastal Carolina-Wyoming game? Yeah, we we won't be getting into that. But uh, let's start with game one on Saturday evening. It'll be uh, afternoon down in Phoenix, South Carolina and Gonzaga. You mentioned earlier uh, South Carolina and, and the question, can they sustain this offensive output that they have had? It's a hot team. Momentum, some people say, doesn't matter. Your thoughts on this matchup and what it's going to take for them to knock off the Zags? Yeah, I really think it's going to come down to how South Carolina plays on offense here. Uh, they were one of the worst offensive teams in the field entering this thing, and they put up 93-88 and 88 the first weekend of games, and their offense looked even uh, you know, slightly better and more efficient in slower games this weekend at times. And 
again, I don't know if that's going to be sustainable given how good Gonzaga's defense is, given the dome setting and just everything else that is involved with playing in the Final Four. But South Carolina is going to have the defensive prowess to match Gonzaga here. They're the best team at defending the paint in this tournament, which should make it difficult for guys like Karnowski and Collins to score. And as long as Gonzaga is not hitting shots, which, again, dome setting makes things interesting, South Carolina could stay in this game and make it interesting. Mm -hmm. And where are you headed then for the other game? I do like North Carolina in the second matchup. I know Joel Berry's uh, ankle is going to be a point of concern for the Tar Heels and his ability to just play overall, especially defensively. But I think that the Tar Heels have the inside guys that other teams didn't have going against Oregon and Jordan Bell that's going to be the major advantage here. Uh, Kansas really only had Landon Lucas on the interior. So when Bell was dominating, they didn't have much of an answer. North Carolina has veteran bigs that have been there before. Kennedy Meeks and Isaiah Hicks played in the Final Four last year. Luke May had 17 points off the bench and just hit the game-winning shot against Kentucky. Tony Bradley's a capable McDonald's All-American. So when you have those four guys in a rotation against a guy in Bell who's playing in a a depleted front with Boucher out, that concerns me a little bit for Oregon. Oregon's going to have some good matchups here. I think if Dylan Brooks and Tyler Dorsey continue to play well, that they have a chance here. But I ultimately like North Carolina because I think that depth up front wears down the Ducks. Good stuff as always. Scott, appreciate your time as always. You were earlier today at McDonald's All-American practice. You got any nuggets you could pass along to us? I do, yeah. Michael Porter Jr. continues to look like the best player in the class, in my opinion. Uh, He's heading to Missouri next year. His dad just took an assistant coaching job there after they were both at Washington before. It's going to be fascinating to see if he can turn around that Missouri program because he's an elite talent. Interesting. We'll have to see how that plays out then. Thank you, bud. It's always good to catch up with you. Enjoy the games this weekend, Scott. Thanks. Will do. Thanks for having me on, guys. Scott Phillips, NBC Sports on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills, Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Can I get the uh, breaking news uh, sounder, please? It's broken. It is? Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's in the shop. Oh, man. The uh, Oakland Raiders are no more. Officially. Oh, they're they're disbanding? The official announcement, 30 to 1. 31 to 1. 31 to 1 in voting. Only the Miami Dolphins uh, vote against the Raiders moving from Oakland to Beautiful Las Vegas. So it will be the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. It's happening. It is. It's over. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Officially. Officially. Didn't we hear this before? Then it fell apart? (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see something with the Raiders in Vegas, it's every, well, well, well. uh, But this is official. It's official. Yep. uh, You're putting a stamp on it. I'm putting a stamp. Well, if if the damn uh, sounder wasn't broken... You know, what can I do? Use your own. You got one. Mine's not as good as yours. Yours is pretty good. Maybe it's not. See, I told you, it's not as good as yours. <laughs> we'll talk about that more coming up a little bit later on. Tad Haslip is going to join us from the Sporting News. We'll get into the NFL in Vegas making a move. Also, coming up in the next hour, we got John Arguello from yeah. the Cubs Den. Good to catch up with John as always. We'll talk some Cubs baseball with him. Coming up on the other side. We got some uh, baseball to look at, Jimmy B. You mm-hmm. know, this is the week. We got to put pen to paper. What? We got to have our predictions. Already? For the 2017 baseball season. It starts Sunday night. Oh, my God. We're it less does. than a week away from baseball. And then Jimmy B will retire and uh, be away for three months, and maybe he'll be back in August. Well, I might come back then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take the break. That's we'll go <laughs> inside the numbers, take a look at some over unders and more coming up on the other side here. You can join us also at 515 264 1700. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, it's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. 
Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roofs, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Bolton and Hay invite you to join them for their annual spring sale and knife sharpening event on Saturday, April 22nd from 9 a.m. to noon. All proceeds from knife sharpening will benefit A. Heinz 57 Pet Rescue and Transport. Meet the furry friends looking for forever homes and enjoy great discounts on commercial quality kitchen supplies on Saturday, April 22nd, 9 a.m. to noon at Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware Avenue in Des Moines. Bolton and Hay, they can really make you cook. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. It feels great to be invited, and we want you to feel that way the moment you walk in the door at Billion Buick GMC. Whether you're shopping for a new Buick, GMC, or a certified pre-owned, you deserve nothing less. Our knowledgeable, friendly staff is dedicated to helping you make a great decision on your next vehicle and to give you the VIP experience. We are professional grade and always have a large, competitively priced inventory here for your convenience. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clyde or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. Now is the perfect time to update your home during the Menard Day Sale. Add beauty and value to your kitchen with Quartz Countertop from Menards. Choose from 18 different color options with Quartz Countertop. It requires no sealing or polishing and is heat, scratch, and stain resistant. Riverstone Quartz Countertop provides your kitchen with durability and beauty that will last a lifetime. Starting at $29.99 per square foot after $5 mail-in rebate. Now during the Menard Day Sale. Save big money at Menards. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. 
Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates supply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so it is now official. It is indeed the Las Vegas Raiders. Two years, they got to build the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a dandy. You know that. It's going to think they're putting in a retractable roof. Okay. Kind of like what they have in Phoenix, mm-hmm. Houston, that sort of thing. Yep. Is it a retractable roof at Minnesota? It is not. It is not. Okay. No, they can open up one end. Oh, gotcha. But it is not a retractable roof. Okay. Yep. All that right. is the difference there. So it'll always be under the dome, if you will, that okay. they'll be playing up there. But so this move, it's yeah. been long rumored. Yes. It is taken a while. There was financing that fell apart. Correct. A lot of people say maybe the biggest upset of this whole thing is Mark Davis doesn't have money. No, he does not. Out- he has the team. That's he has it. the team. Outside of the team, that guy doesn't have money. That's right. Compared to basically every other owner in the NFL and any other owner in professional sports. Correct. He's got the Raiders, and that's it. That's what he's got. This is not a guy with a big empire or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That he didn't have to give up a piece of the team which many people believed was going to be a part of this, right? making the move is he was going to have to do that. That didn't happen. That uh, casino guy, uh, Edelson, mm-hmm. uh, the guy with the really bad hair, uh, he wanted he wanted like a major stake in right. the Raiders. Right. And that's one of the big reasons why that deal fell apart. Absolutely. Because Davis said that is not happening. And so now they have re- uh, reappropriated their financial obligations. Bank of America, I believe that's it, who took them in. Okay. And so they are now set, and they have the financing in place. They have a plot downtown just off the strip, Mm -hmm. and two years to build it. Now, do you just sign one-year leases for this coming season and then the following season in Oakland and play there? Yeah, it looks like uh, Goodell said that they're going to play the next okay. two years in Oakland. They will still be known as the Oakland Raiders. 
for the next two seasons. The point and the part that it does get a little bit tricky, though, is 2019. Uh, many people believe it'll take about three years for the stadium to be built. Okay. If that's the case and it's not ready for 2019, what do they do then in that final year? Because I believe they do have something in Oakland maybe through 2018, so they're good there. Okay. If it's either, what are we going to do? Do we go to Sam Boyd Sam for Boyd a year? Sam Boyd Stadium, yeah. Uh, that'd probably make the most sense to do that for a season and then move on. Uh, I, I doubt you could come to a deal with Oakland for one more season. Oh, boy, yeah. You know, if there isn't anything already well, on the books there. And plus the fact, what, what are the fans even going to show up? No, no, no. I mean, I, why would you? I mean, it is the NFL. You're still going oh, to have. Don't, they don't draw before they knew they were leaving. Well. Now imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have the black hole. The black hole people will show up. Sure. They'll show up. That'll be about it yeah. in the stands. Whoa, that's ugly. Now, when Houston left, the old Houston Oilers, yeah. to become the Tennessee Titans, they played a year in Memphis Yep, and then played a year at the Vanderbilt Stadium right, right. while their stadium was being built. And they thought they were going to draw big in Memphis. They didn't draw squat. Right. Well, that's why your idea of San Antonio, I, I've always laughed at. Because, hey, it would work. No, it wouldn't work. I mean, you just said it right there. Look what happened in Memphis. It's not going to work in San Antonio. Regardless of that, though. So uh, I already took a peek. Yeah. I saw Brad Biggs, who's the Bears beat writer for the Tribune. Okay. Uh, said that the Bears will be, as long as the schedule holds and they don't change things up, but okay. on the current rotation, uh, they'll be playing next time. Against the Raiders on the road in 2019. In Vegas. But will the stadium be ready? Ah, interesting. If that's the case, then old TC's got to wait till 2027. <laughs> to book that trip, To huh? book that trip. I knew there was an underlying element here. I'll be 47 years old. I'm just going to be an God. old man. Good God. Close to retirement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish. I was uh, talking to a buddy over the weekend, yeah. and he just turned 40. Okay. And uh, he works, he is in uh, the corporate world mm -hmm. for Walmart. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah, about 15 years and I'll be done. You son of a God, God, I know. <laughs> I hate those guys. Oh, no. Look that's... at me. I'm freaking 92 still working. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be right there with you, yeah. Parker. But uh, here's the other part. Yeah. And for me, you know, make a trip out there, go watch a game. You know, there's going to be tons of people that will want to do that. That's all well, well and sure, good. Sure, yeah. But for me personally, and I'm sure there are many people out there that are going down the same road of thinking, does this now get us closer to legalized gambling, legalized sports gambling? You mean across the country, not right. just Vegas? Right. Okay. The NFL has, has long time been very much against sports gambling. Mm -hmm. We've heard Adam Silver lately talk more and more about it. Rob Manfred has said that he is uh, starting to come on board. We're hearing the other commissioners but the NFL was always the one that was kind of steadfast. And it, you look at, especially the NBA, the NBA has a lot of you know, new money ownership. The NFL is pretty stodgy and old when you look at owners. Mm -hmm. It is family money, teams handed down to the family, and, and some old school way of thinking. The NBA, on the other hand, it's new money. It's people that have built things up their own way, and, and they're open to new ideas, sure. which isn't always the case with the NFL ownership group, and that's who Goodell works for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you look at that, I mean, do you think this is, we're on the road? Does this help at all on the path of getting something that, I think, are there really that many people that are that against sports gambling out there? I don't know if they're that 
again, and look, we have how many different casinos just in this state? Yeah. Um, we got eight. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if people are totally against gambling or sports betting anymore. I have the feeling that they're still just comfortable with the games being bet in one place. It doesn't. It, it doesn't make sense in I, today's environment. I, I, I'm with you. When you can yeah. get on a phone, you yeah. can make a phone make call, a call. Go whatever online. you yeah. can go online, yes. offshore, and now you bring it. Well, look across the country. Okay, you know you look at states. What would be a way to help out the old taxes? I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. You put a little tax on sure. there. Absolutely. Pay a little more vig. Sure. Yeah. yeah. People are gonna bet. Yeah, they are. People are going to bet in, you know, anymore in Vegas, it's not, you don't even have to go to the shop anymore. You don't have, you got to no. go to the sports book. No. You can just do it on your phone. Yeah. yeah. One click, you, you just, made your bet. You just get the app from the uh, casino you're yep. in. It's, just, that, it's that simple. It is very, very easy to do. Same thing here. It's not like you're going to have to go down to Prairie Meadows. I understand. And, and lay, down, lay down your dime sure. to make a bet. No. All right. Now, let me, let me drop this one on you. You just said that we have eight casinos roughly in this state. Yeah. Would all eight have it, or sure. would you circulate it around, like pass it around to a no, different casino no, each year so uh, that they could? No, you wouldn't do that? No, that that seems like it's too much. Really? Yeah. Just If it's legal, let everybody do it. Everybody have a sports book. There you go. Hmm. Put your lines up. Hire TC to be your consultant. <laughs> I'll hang lines. I, I know you'd hang lines. I would love that. You would, you'd be good at that. I don't know. I'd probably get obliterated and fired within the first month. <laughs> you'd break the you'd break It's supposed to be free money, Condon. <laughs> yeah, you'd break the casino. Hey, I'm helping my boys out here. <laughs> what? That line was only three? The other the other places have it at 13. <laughs> Thought I had an inside tip. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. I, I hope we do see it. And, yes, I like to gamble. We yeah, joke yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not a big gambler. No. You know, it's it's not. The mortgage is never no, on you, the line. No, you and I bet pennies compared right. to a lot of people. It's it's just something. I, I saw it uh, relayed. Um, an entertainment tax. Uh-huh. And that's what it is. It's yeah. an entertainment tax. Yeah. I don't expect to make money. I don't expect to you know, get a new car out of the deal. Just something to make things a little more interesting, a little bit more fun. I like taking a look at the numbers. I think it, I know you it adds a layer to what we do. Sure. I, I think it's important for what people want to hear about. And that's kind of where I come from. I, I don't know if this is going to change things. I don't know if it's, it's going to be the next step, but I am hopeful that the NFL will come around like the NBA has started to, it MLB is. has started yes. to, and we can get that because – Everybody, if you want to bet, you can find a way to bet right now. Oh, yeah, now. you can. Why don't we legalize Le- it? Yeah. Why don't we legalize it? How about this for beautiful lost wages? They had zero pro sports mm-hmm. forever. Forever, Trent. Ever. Yes, boxing would go there. MMA now goes there. They had minor league teams. Baseball. I think they had a minor league basketball team for a while. And UNLV is there. But now, in what, a year? They have a hockey team in the National Hockey League, which begins this coming season. Not now, of course, but this coming fall. And they have a football team that essentially are Vegas, still be called Oakland since they're playing in Oakland for the two years, if they decide to do that the entire time. But knowing that they are building a stadium, having an NFL team in that city. 
It just it's a city of over two million people now. People don't you know, we go, we're just there for the party. Yeah, yeah. But there are a lot of people that live there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people live there. And a lot of people there make some decent money. And they will be able to afford tickets to the NFL and to uh, the high, I think the hockey, I think they already sold out their lower bowl yeah. for hockey. This is hockey in the desert. Right. And they've sold out the lower bowl already. It's also very transient. It Very, very transient. So yes. you got a lot of people yep. that are in moving in that have yep. their own, and, and that's going to lead to yep. you know, when the Steelers come to town. You know, yeah, how hot of a ticket that's going to be. That's right. When the Packers come in. But that's just like when uh, St. Louis Cardinals packed up and went to Arizona. They would draw their biggest crowds when... The Cowboys came, right? Or Green Bay came. Be, uh, when I was uh, doing the Buffalo Bills games, we showed up there. There'd be fifteen thousand Buffalo Bills fans there <laughs> at that stadium. Yeah. So uh, that, but that's, and it it didn't really sink in that great until they were able to make the playoffs and then make that run to the Super Bowl. Then you flip the switch, and now you have hardcore Arizona Cardinal fans. And it'll take a while in I Vegas. Agree. I agree. It'll take a while yeah. in Vegas, but I think it will be maybe even a little more quicker. Probably. I think you'll uh, you'll see people kind of yep. jump on and get in that way. How big do you uh, build the thing? I think I saw that they were going to make it 65. That's that's a good number. That is a good number. You don't want it too big. No. You don't want it too big because of what we talked about there. Correct. And, you know, any more stadiums, it, it looks to be... Smaller is probably a little better. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, listening to Balmer, the Clippers owner. Oh, sure. Steve Balmer. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he was on Bill Simmons' podcast a week or so ago, and they were talking about that. And, you know, after their lease is up with the Staples Center, the possibility of them kind of going on their own and doing their own thing because right now they're the third tenant. They are. That and they is get, correct. They get the third choice of dates yep. behind the Lakers, behind the Los Angeles Kings. Yes. They get, and it leads to uh, some crap dates. Yeah, yeah, people have to remember that the Staples Center is home to three, not just two, right. three professional teams. And because of that, he, he talked about it. You know, you want to have it big enough where, you know, there's there's been talk, and, and there's a lot of people in the sports media realm that will that will say that maybe the best size for say an NBA arena is is small, like twelve thousand, thirteen thousand, yeah. And you have a lot of uh, it being uh, premium seating. There, there you go. And, a lot of boxes, and, and a lot of boxes. Yes, a lot of close. And the problem is, then you squeeze out your common fan when you do that. When you make it that small, so you don't want to get too small that you go there, but you also don't want to have it. Uh, just be a monster building. Like, have you ever been to the upper reaches of the United Center? Oh yeah, uh, that that place is it's so big. It is monstrous. When you're twenty two thousand, yeah. I think is... When you're when you're up there, it's it's like uh like you're watching ants. Yeah, because I we were there four or five years ago for the Big Ten tournament. Okay, and I had a press pass, so I was down there. Had a good so you were just walking around then. But my wife had oh, regular tickets, okay. and, and my friends that we were there with, so. I went up at halftime of the Iowa game just to uh, see where they were and say hi, and went up there and up there and up there. <laughs> Holy crap! Oxygen, oxygen. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I was, I was never seen anything like that in an arena, mm-hmm. football stadium. Yeah, there's times yeah. you're up there high. There, yeah, you are. But a basketball arena too, and on top of it, I mean, think of a basketball court and how small it is in comparison to a football Correct. field. Correct. You're right. They look like ants down yeah. there, so you don't want to fall into that realm. Sixty, sixty-five thousand for football. I, I think, think that's so. right. Yeah, and a lot of uh, suites all and the you way. You know around. they're going to do that. Yeah, 
Every casino will have their box. Oh, you're not kidding. And the high rollers will come oh, in. Yeah. And then, hey, look what we got for you. Oh, yeah. Sunday, here's yep. your car. Yeah. Here's your tickets. Go yep. on in there. Yep. It'll be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not one of the people that says, you know, Vegas is this terrible thing and all. Hey, and I just hope it leads to betting. <laughs> Legalized betting. I know that you're I know that you're in on that. The yes. one the one quick thing that, that I just popped into my little nutbag brain uh-huh. was when you said the casinos, all the hotels will be running shuttles. Mm. All of them. Which means if you're the hotel, you could essentially open up your parking lots and you've been there, Trent. You know how big those parking lots are. Yes. And charge ten bucks to park. And then shuttle people to the game with your shuttle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a big money maker for the casino. And then you bring them back on the shuttle, and it drops them off, like say at the front door. Aren't they going to walk through the casino and you know they maybe are. sample? Uh, yeah, throw throw a see? twenty in a yeah, slot machine, hit, yeah. hit the table for you've, a while. You've hooked them. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I. Right, I got I got to call one of those casinos. I'm going to call the Hooters Casino out there and see if I could the Hooters be there. Casino. Why don't, why don't you call our boy Chris Andrews? I should call Chris at the South Point. That's yeah, who you need to that's call. That's who I should call. The Hooters Casino. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll come back on the other side. I promise a little baseball numbers okay, for sounds you. Sounds good to me. We'll come out. The Las Vegas Superbook is out with their updated odds, not just for the World Series, yeah. but also to win the AL and NL pennant. We know the Cubs are the favorite. We're going to take a little deeper dive into okay. that. And then more Cubs talk coming up at 2 o'clock. John Arguello is going to be our guest coming up at 2 as we continue on live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Back with more in a moment. Catch the biggest games. Westwood One Sports coverage of NCAA men's basketball on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Mr. Executive and Billion Automotive. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores and no one can match our service after the sale we're on the corner of 70th and douglas in urbandale or we can be reached at 515-331-1577 we're jlm shooter supply see you soon hey it's jimmy b and tc for draft house 50 on mill civic parkway in west des moines hey draft house 50 has 47 big screen tvs for great viewing of any game football basketball baseball hockey golf tennis you name it hey the draft house 50 can get it even cricket draft house 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers steak salads and so much more and on saturday and sunday beginning at 10 a.m it's brunch which includes a terrific bloody mary bar the draft house 50 a place for sports great food and drinks draft house 50 mill civic parkway in west des moines you can learn to diy just about anything Today, we'll be making our very own bath beads. We'll need mineral oil, ammonia, and, and, gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. After all, some things are better left to the pros, like buying a home. Because without an expert to guide you, you're just asking to get burned. Oh, look at that. It also works as a hair remover. So DIY yourself a favor and get Realtor. Head to Realtor.com slash Get Realtor today. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Kevin Kugler with an NCAA tournament schedule preview. The road to the Final Four now hits the straightaway as the teams are set for next Saturday's national semifinal games to be played in Phoenix. A shot at the national championship is just one more win away, and all four teams are looking to hang around for the final. 
to make sure you don't miss any of the excitement, tune in to Westwood One's exclusive coverage of the NCAA Final Four right here. State Farm knows that life is like college basketball. Having the right combination can make all the difference. Cinderella stories in college basketball? Good combination. Cinderella stories and college parties. Once upon a time, there was this princess. What did you say? A princess. Bad combination. At State Farm, we know the power of a good combination. Talk to an agent for help combining your home and auto into a plan that's right for you. State Farm, here to help life go right. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Anytime Fitness, Prairie Trail, Compassion Builders International, Des Moines Mobile Wash Incorporated, Financial Architects Incorporated, Aaron Plaskus, Gillum Group Real Estate, Great Caterers of Iowa Incorporated, The Rib Shack, Iowa Mail Contractors LLC, iThrive 31 LLC, The Original Pancake House, Pansy Real Estate Team, Patrice Noble, Porch Light Coffee House, Remax Precision, Rialanas of Des Moines, Stone Age Granite, TMJ Roofing Services, Travis Coburn Photography, Tough Shed, TYH Humanitarian Foundation, Christine L. Werman. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at ankeny.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till 3 o'clock today. Uh, We will shift to uh, baseball coming up with uh, John Arguello, the Cubs Den. Uh, it's going to be fun having John on. Okay, so you had a couple of things you wanted to get into here. A uh, little deeper dive, you said, with the Cubs being the overwhelming favorite to win the World Series again. Yeah, the Cubs uh, opened up back when these came out after the World Series. This is from the Westgate. Uh, three to one favorites. They're currently up uh, seven to two favorites right now. If you're making your way to Vegas before the season and want to put a bet down, uh, that's the price that you're going to have to pay. To win the World Series, Jimmy B, mm-hmm. who do you think is the number two choice? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's see. It would Washington, Los Angeles, Cleve- is Cleveland the number two or not? They are. They're oh, at, okay. Wow. They're at five to one currently. Uh, then you get to the Red Sox at seven to one. 
Uh, the Nationals are ten to one. The okay. Mets are at twelve to one. Oh, there's the Dodgers at eight to one. Okay. So, those are your favorites. The Astros ten to one, also up there. The Giants at twelve to one, and then you get a little bit deeper from there. Uh, over to win the National League, the Cubs big favorite seven to four. Okay, uh, to win that one, the Dodgers four to one. Mm-hmm. Then the Nats at five to one. You know, we've talked about this a little bit as we've uh, talked a little baseball here throughout the month. Sure, and it seems so cut and dry this year. I mean, it really does. Yeah, where all right, Cubs are going to win the Central, right? Dodgers are going to win the West. Yep. Nats are going to win the East. Yep. And then he got yeah, the Cardinals will be okay. The Mets will be okay. Pirates. Pirates. He can probably throw in that sure. mix. But, I mean, then you get down to the bottom and the Reds and the Braves and the Diamondbacks <laughs> and, and the Padres Why and the Brewers and the Phillies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the line of demarcation between that and everybody else, it, it seems pretty substantial to me. There's always a team that surprises, but... I'm struggling to come up with one. Mm-hmm. In the National League, I kind of like Colorado. Kind of. Kind of? Okay. Kind of. All right. Kind of like Colorado, but overall, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, all right, so there's five spots available. Can you lock in three of them already with the Cubs, Nats, and Dodgers? Yeah, absolutely. It feels that way. Yes. I mean, those those teams are yeah. all loaded. They are loaded. So then you're are, the Met, down. are the Mets then your next one? And then you know, do you go Giants or do you go Cardinals? Yeah, I mean, and they're all kind of in that next yes, tier. Yes, they are. So there's that, then there's another tier, and then it's whoever you want as your... You know, you're out of nowhere. Too. Right. You want to throw in the mix. And I guess the Rockies right now is the one that I'd be going to, but it just seems pretty simple. And then you look at the American League. The Indians are overwhelming favorites to win the AL they Central. Are. Yep. I mean, who's going to push them? Tigers? J.D. Martinez is dinged up already. Mm-hmm. Miguel Cabrera is always dinged up. I mean, <laughs> it's an old team. Yes. They brought up Fulmer last year. He was good there. But, you know, can Verlander do what he did last year when he kind of had a renaissance? I, I find that hard to believe that he can put together the kind of season that he has. So, I don't know. It's it's just an odd kind of baseball season mm-hmm. for that reason. You know what will I'm saying? It, will it be, I mean, hardcore baseball fans, they're, they're going to watch no matter what. Mm-hmm. The casual baseball fan, like me, until about the middle of August. Will it be even more difficult this season to get that casual fan to pay attention? Well... Baseball has changed so much just because it has become such a regionalized sport where that's all that matters is the team in your area. Mm -hmm. Jim, you remember Monday Night Baseball? Oh, sure. What a big deal that was. Yeah. And back when Sunday Night Baseball began on ESPN and how that was important. And anymore, if your team's not playing, you know, if it's the Cubs aren't playing Sunday night or the Cardinals or somebody here locally, I'm I'm not. I'm not watching a a Mets Yankees game. It doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Giants, Dodgers, maybe, if they're both good. Yeah. You know, it's July and a hot night and you're sitting right. in the air conditioning. But, sure. But outside of that, and that's that's one of the uh, things of baseball, what do you do? Do you just look at it and say, it is what it is? And if things have become so regionalized and you just try to tap into that, or do you try to broaden the appeal? Because it's difficult to do. And your stars, Mike Trout, only well, has been on a terrible team the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, that's right. Last year, Bryce Harper wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. You try to sell the stars, but you can't do it in the same way you can in basketball. No, it's totally different. It is. It is so different. Yeah. And there's, you know, you flip on a basketball game and you want to watch a you want to watch LeBron. You want to watch Russell Westbrook. You know those guys are going to score. There's going to be nights you flip on. You watch Bryce Harper. He goes over for oh, five. Oh, for five. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
All right. Or you're, or you're going to watch Matt Scherzer, and he gets knocked out in the second inning. Right. Yeah. Might not have a ball hit their way. <laughs> yeah. You know, defensively. Yeah. You get out. Oh, yeah. D- didn't see him make a defensive play even in the whole game. It's, right. You don't get that in basketball. And maybe that's why it is difficult to try to establish those stars in that way because you're going to see, even in a game where LeBron doesn't shoot it well, mm-hmm. he's going to have the ball in his hands plenty. Sure. And, and you're he, still going to see him doing he's, he's, LeBron things. Yes, he's going to make a spectacular pass. And or, even if he doesn't make a spectacular he plays poorly. Yeah. But you still saw LeBron. Yeah, you're and still saw him, he just him. He walked away and said, boy, LeBron had a bad game. Yeah. You watch Bryce Harper go for five, and it's just kind of, eh. Yeah. 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 I don't, it's, Is it because there are 162? No. There's always been 162, Jim. Well, I guess so, there's 154. There were 154. Back. Right. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. And that's always been the case. So what is different about baseball? Were the stars of yesteryear... You tell me. You're, you were the one that were there for it. Look, I saw, I saw Willie Mays play. Right. I saw Lou Brock. I saw... So what is different in your estimation? Why, why is it this way? Oversaturation by the media. Could be one of the things. Because you can see every game every, now. Every game, so it's not special anymore Yeah, when they come on. Right. Um, yeah, when back in the day, Monday Night Baseball. Sure. You had to might wait. have been the only time you get to see the Yankees there, all year. There you go. You know, you're going to see them 15 times on ESPN. Yeah. You're going to see them a couple times on MLB Network. And sure. that's, even if you don't have the Yes Network, yeah. you're going to see you're, the you're Yankees see that Yankee. many times. Yeah. yeah. And with your local team, you can see them all. Mm-hmm. So you you miss that part of it. I don't know. I I don't I don't know what what that just because baseball is so different than any other sport. Look, we know it's the the toughest thing in sport is trying to hit a ninety five mile an hour fastball. Yeah, and then a guy throws a breaker at you that's eighty three, mm-hmm. and you're bailing out of the box. Um, is it also? That there aren't as many big name stars. Am I? I don't think so. You don't think so. You no. think you think there's enough big name stars? Does every team doesn't have a big name star? Top team. I mean, top teams. Do they all have big name stars? But did they all do, do back then? Not really. I, I don't think it's that. I don't know. I'm I'm hunting here for yeah. a reason. I don't think it's that. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna talk Cubs. Though. Okay. Let's we'll get John Arguello in here. We'll talk with him. Get ready for the baseball season. John Arguello joins us coming up on the other side here as we come to you from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios with Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. You know what doesn't make sense? 
If a car is called a horseless carriage, why isn't a motorcycle called a horseless horse? Hmm. Maybe we'd just be adding insult to injury for the out-of-work horses. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter-pound double stack as an option in the four-for-four for for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, howler monkeys should not be able to be heard from three miles away. Here to comment, a howler monkey. Wow! That sounds like a really good deal! Indeed. That's over a quarter-pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Anything else, howler monkey? I'm not allowed in libraries! At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. In less than five short years, Montana Mike's has gone from a new restaurant in Des Moines to a local favorite. And recently, they've expanded with another location in Newton. Two great Montana Mike's locations, both with excellent food and service. The prices are fair, the portions generous, and the service exceptional. Stop by Montana Mike's for lunch. They've got six fast, fabulous lunches for only $6.99. Looking for a nice night out? Try Montana Mike's two for $22. That's two entrees and a shared appetizer for only $22. Of course, Montana Mike's is known for their seasonal specials, like the applewood bacon sirloin, the creamy Cajun shrimp ribeye, the chicken fried sirloin steak, and the pecan-crusted tilapia. Remember, there are now two Montana Mike's locations, just north of Interstate 80 on Highway 6 in Newton and just north of I-3580 on Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines. Want to get half off at Montana Mike's? Check out this week's sweet deal. $50 worth of Montana Mike's certificates for only $25. Get it Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. I'm on your website, and it says I can buy online and then pick up in-store? Yes. And how long does that usually take? 30 minutes or less. I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape. Our Autocraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty. Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a cardigan? Too young for a cardigan. (laughs) Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Order online at advanceautoparts.com and pick up your order in-store in just 30 minutes. At Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready to frame, ready to drill, ready to hang and install. And during the Ready to Refresh event, Lowe's has everything a pro needs for less. Now through April 2nd at Lowe's, pro customers can save up to 15% on select in-stock Reliabilt, Masonite, and Geldwin doors. Plus save 10 to 15% on select quick-set products like deadbolts and smart key handle sets. See Lowe'sforpros.com or the Pro Desk for details. Door offer valid online only. Selection varies by location, U.S. only. Draft House 15. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. 